My name is Sparkle, and uh, spaghetti is breakfast food. Ooh, yes it is. <laughs> it is. My name is Ruth, and um, I still put my panties over my back. What's up? To this day? <laughs> to this day. <laughs> um, and my name is Izzy, and quick question. Hands up for all the Haitians that actually know how to play Wolfsler. Still, mm-hmm. that's a classic game. You know, the one with the bones. We'll circle back. <laughs> but welcome to La Vie en Creole, where we discuss all things Haitian American, mostly so that you know that you're not alone in the trauma that you've experienced, whether it be comedic or otherwise. My name is Azalea, and you either stay in or you stay out, but you're not going to be running in and out. <laughs> Don't let that cold air out. My name is Harold. And I do participate in disparaging conversations with my aunts about my cousins, baby mamas, and or girlfriends. I know that's right. <laughs> Been there. <laughs> Today's theme is Haitians and Black American. Fuck is that? Who is you to be asking me questions? I got to talk. I got to mm. tell what I feel. I got to talk about my life as I see it. I like that too. Okay, that's so eye-opening. But I'll, I'll speak from the, the point of view that's like, everyone continuously asking me, what kind of black are you? Mm-hmm. And yes. my people are from the South. Mm-hmm. So I always mm-hmm. say black, or um, as we referred to earlier, regular black, because mm-hmm. I was so used to um, people asking me, what type or where are you from? And mm-hmm. I'm just like, what's wrong with, you know what I'm saying? The blacks that was here already. Um, but and don't look or have a physical oh, characteristic yeah, that might don't. be a little bit different than what the perceived perspective because my hair got a little a little loose little curl you little, little way to it how little are you from you you Dominican but it's like but you get like the where's your favorite no like where they from from or well, like yeah. from. honestly but then but, that, but that's but that's the shit that also like the white kids at high school asked me right mm-hmm. so that was the shit that made me like very that's like Oh, that's the question. Yeah, because wow. they know black people exist outside of the U.S. But it wasn't that. It wasn't that because they could. They could say they could point to Italy. They can point to Poland. They can point to Ireland. They can point to whatever um, uncivilized European nation yeah. that exists. Right? You heard him right. What's funny? I was about to say the 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 um the views of. <laughs> There's not the views of everyone else. And it's just like, no, no, they are. He's correct. But it might be the views of us as individuals. (laughs) Yikes! She 
she told me I could act like Boosie. <laughs> you said it. She did. She did. She did. Damn sure did. She did. I with did. a little bit of Dubois. All right? William Edward Bukhart Dubois is Haitian. But continue. All right? So that was like double triggering because it's also like, why the fuck can't you just believe that? I'm just a regular ass black person yeah. from like a regular ass place in New Jersey. Like yeah. I can see you. I can like my elders are from like West Virginia and Georgia <laughs> and Virginia and shit like that. Yeah. But like there was a, there was there, there was this like why you don't believe me? It felt yeah. like it wasn't enough. For yes, some yes, yes, yes. It felt very insufficient. Yes, yes, yes. yes. That's it, a great it way to explain it. Feel insufficient yeah. amongst these people that know where they've come from down to down to the villages down to how you got your last name mm -hmm. and when you you know as a black american it's very convoluted my last name is brown that um that ain't from africa that's not from, <laughs> that africa. that's not from africa <laughs> but it's just like the history behind black names in america yeah. it stems from slavery and yeah. so it's like that you get you know however many generations we are removed and it's like you have this black person who Yes, we created our own culture here, mm -hmm. but to others, you know, from the outside looking in, doesn't look like much of a culture. It's like you, you took the scraps of what you could and, and made what you... And I think that's where that sense of pride comes from because we created that shit. Yeah, that's you know a what fact. I'm, You're not going to come here and tell me what I don't have. Yeah. Hold up, we created that shit. Here. <laughs> I mean, I will say I definitely feel y'all on 80% because I think my issue, especially in Binghamton, both me and Isaiah went to Binghamton together. Mm -hmm. Um... <laughs> Go Bearcats. Um, <laughs> <laughs> who knows? Let, let me Google that. Whatever you know, you're imagining, that's what it looks exactly. like. Exactly. <laughs> um, I will say, no? I feel you, right? The, the, the sentiment that, and I would love to know why you felt like it wasn't enough, and that's my follow-up question, but I will also say it blew mine when people was like, oh, you know where you're from. We're from slaves, too, bro. Mm -hmm. I have a slave our, name, too. Our last name. Right? Yeah. And, yeah. like, because it's French, my, my issue is, like, people think that it's fancy as though it's not the same barbarism mm. that y'all experience. Cool. Like, it's, Speak and up. that bothers me, right? So we dealt with scrap. <laughs> Why is Sparkle showing us pictures of fucking bear cats? Google Child. it. G Google. <laughs> so that part bothered me because, like, there, obviously there's so much nuance because we're talking about race and the intersections right. thereof. Yeah. But, like, I can't tell you where in Africa I'm from either. Yeah. There were Native Americans on Hispaniola as well, and Columbus landed on Hispaniola as well and killed all of the motherfuckers, like a majority of them as well. Right? But also, but that's even the point. Like, the Caribbean is a part of new, the, the New World, it is a part of the Americas, right. and people forget that. So to me, it's just like, yes, we have a culture, and it seems quote unquote othered or exotic, but like, we are descendants of slaves as well. It's mm -hmm. not. As though, like, I I know where I'm from because I'm in your country, mm -hmm. but I don't know where I'm from, and, and, and from Africa, from the, mm -hmm. from the mainland, right? Um, really but point. to your point about, like, feeling like it's not enough, I will be more aware of that. Mm -hmm. I think, I, because I've definitely asked, like, oh, where's your parents from? Because yeah. I didn't grow up around black Americans. I grew up yeah. up in RC. I did, like, my friend, obviously my family's Haitian, but all my friends were Haitian. I did, never really had to speak English completely, Haitian, like, or Creole completely, Haitian Creole completely. Even our um, elementary school, I joke about, like, being a queen of cop over. Our elementary yeah. school, PS26, we had a Carib Fest. Like, our plays were about being from the Caribbean. Mm -hmm. oh, so I honestly yeah. never had to consider 
black Africans and black Absolutely. Americans. Yeah. So like, and I, I don't, I, by the time, I mean, I had critical thought, but by the time I'm in, in um, Binghamton, to me, everyone's from somewhere else. Like when we come back at fourth grade, fifth grade, you come back and you're like, where did you go that summer? I went to Haiti, they went to Grenada, they went to Panama. It wasn't a conversation about going down south. It genuinely wasn't my reality. So it wasn't a point to be disrespectful as though it wasn't enough. And I, I definitely understand why, like, cause you're not, <laughs> that wasn't your situation. But it was like, I've seen my Haitian friends be like, they're American and then you say, Where's your parents from? Mm -hmm. And they're like, Haiti. Cause, so you ask that to find out the actual right. answer to your question. It's, it's really, it's that part of the conversation, it's fine. It's the um, quizzical looks you get after that response. Yeah. You sure? Cool. Yeah. <laughs> so I said you're sure. No, you get your sure. I know. Yes. This is my dating life. This is like what guys ask. What do you make? Where do you, where do you come from? Where are your parents from? I'm yeah. I'm black. Yeah. My family's from the south. Yeah. Sorry to bother you. <laughs> like I don't know. Is there just something that's yeah. a little bit more alluring to a I, black I, American? I guess. I think with the the quizzical look that you're talking about is like to the point that Ruth was making. Like we all have grown. West Indians in general usually grow up in West Indian neighborhoods. Mm -hmm. And so if you're constantly asking that question and there's always an answer, when there's no answer, it's always like, mind fuck, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. Gotcha. What do you mean there's nothing else after? But what about your grandmother's grandmother? Yeah. And then there's also what you A shack down south. <laughs> that's what okay. I need to one. But I think that's something interesting that you brought up, though, because I think that's a shared immigrant experience yes. right like you grow up in community yeah right and so I, well i again from outside looking in right mm -hmm. um so i wonder how much that contributes to it and then you add on another layer of being black in this country mm -hmm. and then you add on another layer of being black in this country not from this country with a with a funny accent or Absolutely. like a different right. you know yes. a different Absolutely. language that's yours right so there's right. all of these like things that are coming at your survival right. and like your lived experience and the only safe space that you have is that community right because oh, there's absolutely. there's conversations i remember like in my middle school we had a boy there was a haitian kid a kid from barbados mm -hmm. um who's actually like born in barbados and i remember us traveling outside of, it was my that was my first time seeing like a green card or a different kind of passport because yeah, yeah. he had a like what's how would you describe what's the adjective form of barbados Beijing, but Beijing. people yeah. say barbadian also but Beijing. 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 i know a lot of people who are bajian who hate the barbadian thing so but, but bajian people will say barbadian too. it's, it's I've true that, i've yeah. heard them say it as well but they usually say it because they know that we'll know that we're talking about That's barbados what, okay. But like, not because they like it. He had a, I think he had a Bayesian passport, talking about the, um, what's to call it. So, like, there I grew up around, I had experiences with kids who were from immigrant communities, specifically black immigrant communities. Mm -hmm. And it, it's interesting now that I actually think about it, because I haven't thought about it in since forever. But, like, they were, like, tight, right? Like, they had their own... Probably like four or five kids in my class or something like that. But like mm -hmm. they also had a shared experience. Mm -hmm. And so I think I don't know. I just I just wonder like not that I don't know. I just wonder how much how all of the layers coming into place Absolutely. land and congeal. So 
I don't know if y'all remember Amadou Diallo or Abner Luima. Mm-hmm. Luima. Yeah, yeah. So Abner Luima was, uh, right? Abner Luima was, is Haitian. Mm-hmm. Um, and Diallo was from Guinea, West Africa. Mm-hmm. And I think when it, and it's unfortunate that that's the first thing that comes to mind when we talk about how does it congeal, how does it overlap. But like, when we, co- like, we come from predominantly black countries. Mm-hmm. So it's not that we don't know we're black, we have eyes, but like the idea of our race being the determining point of um, oppression versus shade, color, access, mm-hmm. class, it, it is a, a, a kind of culture shock. And when mm. things like that happen, uh, it's like, oh, we're not that separate from them. Like, yeah. <laughs> they're still going to treat us the same way. Absolutely. The police state will still um, treat us the same way as though we're below them, even though we're not. Um, and it's unfortunate. And I and I think after Abnulima, there was a, we, I mean, we always march, but even the, the AIDS thing, when they blamed us for AIDS, there was like a big march as well, like on Brooklyn Bridge. Yeah. Um, but when it comes to a head, sometimes it's just the kids. I don't, I'm, I'm not going to say my family will say the same thing to this day, but they might about black Americans. Mm-hmm. Can I say this, though? I just, I feel like another reason why <clears throat> we have this quote-unquote unspoken beef yeah. is because um, I know that at one point I, I'm thinking, wow, th- these people that are, you know, from a foreign land, they have uh, another language as their first language. Mm-hmm. To me, that's admirable. Mm-hmm. And then to come to the United States and have to learn English and then yeah. be fluent in that. Um, but you know what we don't know until later on is that that uh, bilingual um, skill that you have is going to afford you more jobs, more opportunities. And so I feel like um, from that perspective, a lot of the times, I feel like black Americans are jealous in that way because it's like, Sometimes it's like y'all didn't ask for another language, but you know you had to acclimate yeah, and learn this language to survive here. Yep. Where we, you know, that might have been an elective for us speaking mm-hmm. Spanish, French, whatever it <laughs> yeah. was. But you know, we whatever school you went to would have afforded you that opportunity up until a point. Mm-hmm. So you're never going to be really fluent unless you take it upon yourself to do that. But I feel like all that to say. In the same way you feel like people from foreign lands are fetishized, it's like uh, sometimes those are the people that are getting those big opportunities as well. Interesting. And it's not based on that. I do believe that obviously the work ethic is there, mm-hmm. but that is just a little little razzle dazzle on top. A little sprinkle on top. A little Heard sprinkle, you. a little razzle dazzle. Heard you. And what's the, and again that like contradict that that comical contradiction of racism. Um, trade tra- trademark trademark. Um, a lot of immigrants will not teach their children their foreign language mm-hmm. because they think that it will be a handicap and they do not see the value mm-hmm. of it. So like I have worked wow. as an interpreter and a translator and there is money in it, but there's a lot of people that will, Haitians themselves will say it's, it's broken French, it's not valuable, don't teach them because they don't want them to be an outsider. They would want them to assimilate as much as possible. Right, That's a lot right. of um, Spanish-speaking countries, um, mm-hmm. folks as well. So like, just just hearing you say that, like, oh wow, y'all speaking another language as a benefit, when oftentimes they see it as a negative thing, oh, yeah. is is wild. <laughs> the perspective, the two perspectives are really interesting, though. Absolutely. Wow, it's it's crazy that. I mean, I guess I have a question just come just coming from a first generation standpoint. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I mean, obviously, your family wanted better for you and generations to come, but, like, what would be the benefit to not teaching you where you come from? Or, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what what, what is the benefit to leaving that behind? Um, I feel like some of, some of these people left Haiti for different... They left, they left Haiti for different reasons. So some people were actually trying to escape dictatorship or whatever traumas they may have gone through. And so a lot of those people, I find, are the ones who have children who are like, I I do not know Creole, I'll never learn Creole, just because their parents are just like, we're forgetting it. It's clipped. It's over. That's not even a part of us anymore. We just happen to have been from there, but now we're from here. Mm. Whereas there are parents, like I would say our parents, who are, they came here because there's a there was a chance to come here right. and it's not necessarily because they were running i would say and to answer that too though even within haiti like you know i hear i think for black americans it would be like oh speak proper english don't say what had happened even though that is grammatically correct mm-hmm. and it's very unfortunate i'd be having to have i'd be having to fucking teach that to my students and it's mad uncomfortable um it's like you can't use it but if they use it on the sats it is correct because the participle um, but Interesting. even within Haiti, our national language was French for mad long. So Creole, even within the country, wasn't, um, wasn't ranked. It wasn't whatever, right? So like the way that it spoke is considered like, especially if you had money, quote unquote slang, even though it's not slang. Um, and you'll still find Haitians to this day that won't speak to you in Creole, will speak to you in French so that you know that they had money or access or like went to school. Education. Uh-huh. Yeah, so and like the bureaus, the government, the school for a very long time was only French, which positioned it in such a way that like Creole is quote unquote less than. So now when they come here, they don't want their kids in the ESL class that's down the hall, there's no light bulbs down there. They get made fun of. They want to assimilate as much as possible because they see how immigrants are treated in different ways, including um, disproportionately deported. And they want, they think that being wholly American will afford them something. They learn later on it doesn't, but they don't, Mm -hmm. right? And they don't know about, like, when they, they come here, they're like, oh, just be these three professions. They don't know about interpreting or or um, translating, and they don't know how much money, right? And you can be paid up to two hundred fifty dollars an hour to, to interpret. There are Haitians who need to communicate with their lawyers or with the government or with their jobs, um, but that's also a matter of access. So they are also there's internalized. And I, I think this may have been my issue sometimes with like the way Black Americans talk to me or speak to my experience. Like there's also internal hatred with us too. Like, it's not like we just out here in feathers on the fucking parkway and we love every facet of ourselves. We're taught, to, and not us three, because we all speak, like, our parents, but there's some that's just like, my aunt, born and raised in Haiti, would get beat if she spoke Creole in front of her aunt. In Haiti. Crazy. So there's still internalized hatred and racism within the community. That's why sometimes I'm like, I don't like that fetishizing exoticism, like, oh, you have a culture and I don't shit, because we're going through similar shit. Right. Like, I think it comes down to um, how we're introduced to each other's culture, because if you have mm-hmm, the, mm-hmm. you have some type of for um, understanding of what it is, what black people are like, you're never going to make the true effort to 
make a black friend and understand their fight. Absolutely. Because if you're already coming into it with the mindset that we are less than or we are uh, entitled to a degree or we're lazy, mm-hmm. then of course you don't want to associate yourself with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That you want to stay as far from that as possible because that's like, you know, the American black narrative. But I feel like if we just you know, acknowledging we have differences, that's yeah. that's not going anywhere, but like coming into it coming into meeting somebody from the Caribbean or meeting an American black person and just seeing who they are as an individual, you know, obviously you'll collect your data over time of what black <laughs> Americans are like, but like, um, I think now more than ever we're we're coming closer to that. Oh. Uh-huh. Oh. This comes out for you. This comes out for you. 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 Oh. Uh-huh. Oh. This comes out for you. This comes out for you. 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 Oh. Uh-huh. Oh. This comes out for you. This comes out for you. You. Uh-huh. Uh, this comes out for you. This comes out for you.